everyone. Welcome back to Today in Tech. I'm Julia Beauchamp, and I'm here with Computer World Executive Editor Ken Mingus, as well as Mac World Executive Editor Michael Simon. We are live on LinkedIn as well as YouTube. So if you have any questions or comments while we are live, please do leave them in the comments, and we're going to do our best to get back to you and answer your question. Today's topic of the day, early benchmarks suggest that the upcoming soon-to-be shipped soon to be in the hands of customers M1 iPad Pro is vastly faster than um, even the MacBook Pro, the 16-inch MacBook Pro with the Intel processor. So big news. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of happy customers, and we have one of them right here. So uh, I was hoping today that we could talk a little bit about, you know, the merits of using an M1 iPad Pro versus a MacBook Pro. So I guess, Ken, I'll throw it to you first. I mean, can you tell us a little bit of why, why you were so desperate to get your hands on one? Obviously excited. I mean, an iPad I Pro. I could actually one. answer that too. if you. <laughs> I, Mike, I, Mike is my official <laughs> spokesman, but uh, uh, you know, it, it's a complicated uh, question and answer, Juliet, because mm -hmm. the, the iPad Pro that I have now is the 2018 model and it's perfectly suitable for what I use it for. I can use yeah. it for light work. I can do editing on it. I can access our content uh, system to update the computer or website, email, you know, uh, surfing, uh, think chat, things like that. Uh, for me, it's a convenience thing, you know, in sure. terms of having an iPad Pro and a, a MacBook Pro. Um, I use the MacBook Pro mainly for work. The iPad is more for carrying around, taking to the beach, uh, going out in the yard. In mm -hmm. terms of the, but you know, what we're talking about are the benchmarks and what's surprising, maybe not too surprising, but you know, the, the M1 iPad Pro, which is due to arrive May 21st. So that's a week from tomorrow, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, basically has the-, the Ar Arrive capacity. to you or arrive in general? Arrive, like well, you, it's arriving you, to Yours is scheduled to come? Correct. Yeah, I got the notification that it has shipped and will arrive by 7 p.m. on May 21st. So uh, I'm a happy camper. Um, but what, what, I mean, part of it is I wanted to see what this M1 chip is all about in terms of the iPad Pro. I mean, I've got the, the, the uh, MacBook Pro with the M1 in it, and it is blazingly fast. I assume the iPad Pro will be the same. But what I'm hoping for, and this is the point that Mike and I always talk about, is that Apple will actually do something with iPad OS that will make it worthwhile getting the M1. Sure. That makes so. a lot of sense. That, that's sort of wow. where I'm at right now. It makes, it makes a little a little sense. It's still... Now, for the alternative <laughs> view, <laughs> take it away, Michael. But, all right. So the benchmarks that we see, they're not... I mean, I wasn't at all surprised. It's it's an M1 chip. It's based on the A14 chip. Mm -hmm. in, a, in, a, in a different timeline, there's an A14X, which is essentially an M1. We're talking about branding, really. The A14X, which is what the iPad Pro of this year would have been in any other year, would have ran circles around the A12Z, which is the one that um, came out last year. And I think, Ken, I think you have the A10X. A12X? Oh, it was the A12, it was the 12 still. Whatever was, whatever was in that one. I mean, there, and so yeah, so it's faster. And the question again, I understand the need for that type of speed in a MacBook, a MacBook Pro, an iMac, all that makes sense because mm -hmm. of what you're doing with it for one powering screens and, and, you know, all the things that you do with the Mac, external hard drives, uh, uh, heavy duty applications. When Apple released this iPad with a ridiculously cool screen, insanely fast processor, 16 gigs of RAM uh, at the top, which I'm assuming you, can go to the one terabyte storage, yeah. 
which is, I mean, that those specs are mind boggling. I'm not going to, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy that they are able to put that much in a tablet. That's like, I don't know, what is it? Four millimeters thick? What or six? What? I mean, it's crazy, crazy. Mm -hmm. But the question I have, and, and, you know, I I think Ken has it too, but he doesn't want to admit it is why? I know. I like admit what? It. I what admit are it. we gonna do with that? I want to well, find that, out. I think we yeah. will find out at WWDC. But are you? But how? But all right. Let's say. Let's say WWDC brings the changes that we want. Yeah. What specifically about the M1 chip is going to like? What? What specifically will you need the M1 chip for? I don't know that I do. To be honest right. with you, I mean, okay. I, I don't know that. I, I mean, I don't know. There's yeah. anything that the M1 will do that you know, again, my three-year-old iPad pro or two-year-old yeah. iPad pro or even five-year-old do. iPad pro. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I the I iPad pro has been fast enough yeah. for a long time. Overpassed even for what you get. Yeah. I, I really am not buying it for the M1 chip. For me, it's more of the screen. It's the, mm-hmm. you know, the, mm-hmm. the new um, mini LED screen. And I mean, I'm a hardware guy, so I am, I'm attracted to, um, you know, the latest, greatest hardware. Yeah. It's, hoping- it's gorgeous. No doubt. I, yeah, and I'm hoping that that Apple will finally follow suit and put some real uh, oomph behind iPad OS. I don't know. You know, we're going to find out. I mean, at, the, at, at worst case, I'm not any I'm not any worse off than I am now. I'll trade in the you know the iPad I've got now, and that'll cut the price on the new one just about in half. So for you know a few hundred bucks, I get to upgrade. But I I, I think the jury is out. I, I, and again, you know, back to the original point you were making, Juliet, about the benchmark. It's not a surprise. I mean, it, it is an right. M1. It's an M1. And, yeah. yeah, M1, M1, and you know, all the way through. And uh, but, it's an M1 with eight, eight gigs of RAM. That's more the 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 that's more RAM than my iPad has ever had. Sixteen gigs is. I can't wait to see the benchmarks. I know they're going to be. Well, uh, well I mean, so, so so you know, answer this. I mean, Apple is not known for, you know beefing up hardware just for the sake of beefing up hardware. Usually there is some plan to marry that to software that make that takes advantage of that hardware. So do you think it makes sense to assume Apple's going to, you know, come up with some changes to iPad OS that will take advantage of it or that they're just, you know, well, we got the M1, we'll put it in the iPad and sell a bunch of them. I mean, it, it's hard to say because, all right, let's look at the Macs. We have the MacBook Air for $999. Yeah. And then 13-inch MacBook Pro, which which we both have for what is it, twelve ninety nine? Twelve ninety nine. Yeah. Yeah. What's the difference? There's not much. There's not a ton of difference between those two machines. Form factor a little bit. Um, some sustained performance things. Um, that you got the seven GPU versus the eight GPU, and little things like this. The Touch Bar, some stuff. The core, the core product is the same. You can do just as much on a MacBook Air as you can do on a 13-inch MacBook Pro. Most people probably over, it overlaps a lot. Yeah, yeah. So when you look at the iPad Pro and the iPad Air, um, let's take the 12.9 out of the picture for a moment. So you got you got a 799 versus uh, 599. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of overlap there. A lot. Yeah. You know, you got Face ID versus Touch ID. There, there are differences. Uh, the screen, you have the ProMotion versus um, just a simple uh, LCD on the iPad Air. So th- there are definite differences, but you really have to dive in deep to see the to, to see what those are. I mean, that's kind of what Apple has done with these Pro machines, all of them, even the iPhone. It says, okay, we're, we're making the highest level consumer product. So the, the iPad Air, the, the iPhone 12, um, even AirPods, you know, the, like the top level there. Mm-hmm. really really good but if you are a discerning customer 
If your eyes can tell the difference or if you between like to think liquid of retina and discerning liquid retina customer. XDR. Maybe not so discerning, yeah. but you think you are. Maybe not. Yeah. If you can tell the difference between an A14 and an M1, we're going to offer this to you as well. Yeah. And I think most people are going to buy the iPad Air. I think most people buy the AirPods. I think most people buy the iPhone 12. But those products are there for the customers who, you know, really want to take it to the next step. And it's honestly, it's hard to justify it for any of these products. Yes, the iPhone 12 Pro takes a little better uh, pictures, slightly better. The AirPods Pro is probably, that's probably the, the, the biggest gap because you have the noise canceling and stuff. Um, we just talked about the MacBook Pro, little, little, relatively small differences. And the iPad Pro, if you you know take away the the twelve point nine inch screen out out of there, you know small small ish changes, mm-hmm. but it's geared toward people who really want to to. I mean, yes, it's more expensive, but take the price out of it. Who just you know who want that ultimate Apple experience? The software doesn't always match up. The iPhone twelve runs the same software as the iPhone twelve Pro. Mac OS, Mac OS, iPad OS, iPad OS. So whatever changes Apple makes to iPad OS, and I do believe there will be some major changes coming this year, the iPad Air is going to get them too. So yeah. what makes the iPad Pro, that 12.9-inch screen, that gorgeous screen? I don't know if there is anything other than people who just really want that high-end experience. Sure. Yeah, I, I think that's what it comes down to. I like the high-end experience. You know? I don't know, we, yeah. we, we know, Ken. <laughs> well, I was no, just, no, no one's downing this that. This is not a shock. I'm, I have not surprised you. No, okay. I was just about to say, you know, riddle me this. I have the 16-inch MacBook Pro with Intel, and uh, it works ooh, great. That old thing? Yeah, the ancient. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It's, it's, the one they it still as, sell. <laughs> yeah, it, it might as well be like, yeah, a fossil, or you might it might as well be a flip phone, obviously, in, comparatively. But I, I wouldn't go quite that far. It's not, it's not that <laughs> Apple far still sells it for like three grand. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's still, still a great, a great machine. Yeah. It's just so, not, uh, you know. Maybe a little hyperbole, but I guess what I'm saying is, you know, riddle me this, if is the only reason then to perhaps ditch that because again, the, the M1 iPad pro much like outperforms the 16 inch MacBook pro, but, but it, I mean, why would I do that? Why would I change? I would never, I would never recommend for you to ditch your 16 right. inch MacBook for an iPad. Yeah. No, never. I mean, that's a, you, what, what you, I mean, we're, we're making jokes, but the 16 inch MacBook Pro, the Intel yeah. version is fantastic. It's a yeah. great machine. Uh, it's it's a gorgeous machine, it's a great, great screen, yeah. great, uh, yeah. it's super powerful. I like I mean, it. Uh, the, the new M1 is, it's, it doesn't like, like lap the 16 inch MacBook Pro. It's, it's, it's they're, they're pretty close. And mm-hmm. when you're comparing apps, apps to apps, so to speak, they're, 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 they're very, very similar. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, again, the, the chip, the chip inside that machine at the time it was released, was you know the the fastest Intel machine, uh, Intel chip that they could put inside of, of, right. of a Mac. And the people who bought that machine, uh, you and Ken, you know, you do work that requires it. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's the same question. I don't see. It's cool that there's an M1 inside the iPad. I'm not going to dispute that. Totally. But I, I just don't know what what all that processing power brings to the to the experience it's it's you're still mainly running one app at a time sometimes two you're still only you know you're mostly playing mobile games running mobile apps i mean even the best the most powerful apps on the ipad they're still mainly companion apps to the mac 
you know, there you can do work. You can get, you know, you, I can do a day of work on, on an iPad, sure. But it's I'm going to get it done faster it? and more efficiently on, on a Mac. Yeah, it, it is a little painful mm-hmm. at times, sure. Yeah, it's yeah. frustrating. So, Julia, wait, I wanted to ask real quick. So you, you, were, you were positing the idea of moving from the 16-inch MacBook Pro to the iPad Pro 12.9? more of a hypothetical okay yeah because i i'm with michael on that you don't want to do I that definitely. however <laughs> however and this is getting a little far afield i mean when the 16 inch m1 or m2 or m1x based whatever it's called uh macbook pro comes out this fall and you are doing a lot of video editing and you know you can do mm-hmm. a lot more video editing in a set amount of time then sure. it becomes more. Then it becomes a more reasonable question to ask. But I, I don't mean, think maybe I, even then. I mean, like that that's a that's a really powerful Mac you have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's not going to be outdated later this year when the new one comes out. No, unless no, you unless you want to get like a like a like a blue one or a green one or something. I like the blue. Well, that's I hope fun. they come out with colors. I want colors. Yeah. Well, it, they won't come out with it for the pro. It's, I know. It's going to be for the air. You know, that's that's that's. I, I'm I'm going to go on record. We'll, we, maybe we'll talk about this next week. I'm going to go on record saying that I like Apple's return to uh, retro colors in this or retro inspired colors in the iMac and the iPad Air and now presumably the MacBook. I think it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we don't have time to get into that today. Yes. So I was going to say, looking at, obviously it's, it's a pro device and now it's got this crazy fast M1 chip. I guess, I mean, this is definitely a question for both of you, but maybe a little bit more for you, Ken. I'm kind of wondering what what's what's the enterprise-y use case here besides it's super fast and pretty to look at that's not really uh yeah that's not the that's the ken mingus case that's not the yeah. enterprise case for yeah it. i mean I, I think the enterprise case remains the same if if you yeah. are someone I, I can see this as being something for travelers mobile workers front yeah line workers, in the field uh you know in the field retail workers uh you know where you need um at least close to full computing power with you at the edge of whatever your company is doing. Uh, yeah. You're, you know, you're a lineman, you're, you're working on a, a, turb- a turbine, you know, at the top of uh, one of the uh, wind, wind turbines that are generating electricity and you need some schematic for something to fix. And you've got a, you know, a, a, an iPad with you. you. I don't know if you'd have the big one up there or not anyway, but I mean, just, so there are various use cases where companies would buy these and mm-hmm. use them. I think, for most people, a laptop is, you know, an Apple laptop or Windows laptop, whichever one works for the company, is fine. So, you know, it's 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 more of a, it is a niche product. And I don't think Apple has very well differentiated it from the phone yet in terms of the operating system and the apps. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see. I, 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 again, I remain hopeful that at WWDC this year, we'll see some improvements to iPadOS that make maybe me maybe michael maybe everybody say oh that's why the m1 is there yeah. uh we'll see yeah it's gonna be apps not michael not, remains not skeptical well i think i, I think it you need you need apps like yeah. to, to yeah. make that m1 chip worthwhile you need final cut you need uh, right. uh xcode you know like real super duper high-end um work working apps and pro yeah yeah i don't know pro apps. that's coming i don't know that's yeah. That's what I was gonna say. What what are the specifics that would that they can unveil in iPad OS at WWDC that makes you say, "Oh, I get it now." Is there anything I mean, specific you can think of besides the, the, the you num- know Xcode Final Cut? The the number one thing for me would be a more Mac like workspace. Yes, please. 
Yes. Yeah. I mean, I it's it's a it's a so Apple really painted itself into a corner of sorts with the iPad. So at first, when Steve Jobs unveiled it, he, it was literally a device that was between the phone and the, the the laptop, and he had a like he had an easy chair on the stage because that was the point of it. I want to read something. I want to uh, consume something. It was a consumption device. It was five hundred bucks. Uh, at the time, the iPhone was three and a half inches. The screen was tiny, so we didn't like to use it to, to read. And the Mac, were they were big and heavy. Big-ish and heavy-ish, I'll say. And so you, you, you wanted, you needed, people needed something in between. That's why Apple sold a zillion of them when they first came out, because they were priced right. And the, 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 the theoretical concept was, was spot on. It was needed. Mm-hmm. It didn't try to be a Mac. It tried to be a bigger version of, of the phone and even looked like it a little bit. Now, Apple's slowly trying to make the iPad more of a production device. And it's still stuck in that old mentality because I don't think it understands what to do. So now we have an iMac. I'm sorry. We have an iPad with the same chip as a Mac. A better screen than a MacBook. As much RAM as a MacBook Pro and up to two terabytes of storage. You have to assume that there is something going on that Apple says we need this machine. I right. mean, listen, it's it's amazing that all of that is in a is in a tablet that's it's incredibly thin and, and, and light. And it's it's it's, yeah. it's remarkable that yeah. Apple was able to make this machine. It'll be more remarkable when they give us a, 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 a like a proper use case for it. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned. Right. Yeah, I mean, maybe. I hope so. I mean, I I just don't know if that's going to come this year. I also don't know if... I I think if it doesn't come this year, it's going to be a very big missed opportunity because I think there's such an expectation. What what we're describing is such a mythical device. Mm -hmm. The the tablet that does everything more efficiently than a a PC, but... And more efficiently than a phone in in a... a, 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 I mean, I don't know if it can be done just yet. People have tried and failed. I mean, look at the Surface. That's the probably the closest thing to it. And that still has a lot of issues. You know, it's not quite a PC. And it tries too hard on the mobile side. And it, it's it's tough because it, it, it's, it's hard to do. And, you know, Microsoft probably is closest or closer than Apple is to getting that right. You know, that, that, that mythical hybrid machine Balance, that we're all yeah. waiting for. Yeah. But um, I mean, the the hardware is just, it's just like, whoa. I mean, 10 years ago when the iPad came out, was it 10? Yeah, about 10. Uh, yeah, I mean, think 11. about think about how far it's come in, 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 in a decade. It's, it's wild, wild. Yeah. What's next? What's, what's the next step? Sure. But I'm, I'm, I'm happy you're, 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 you're uh, getting one next week, Kim. I'm happy. Yeah. It'll be very I, I, to, exciting. To me, it really comes down to the hardware. And it, and it is the wonder that you talk about yeah, of being is. able I mean, to hold I'm this device and that, realize yeah. the engineering that that has, you know, been used to develop this and put it in my hands. Yeah. That just, it, it feels very futuristic to me. And sure. so that's, sure. that's the experience I, that I'm getting with it, you know. I do think the display is going to be like, just like, oh my goodness, I can't believe yeah. that this is in a, in a handheld device. I mean, yeah. what the way they describe it on the website is is amazing. And what we know about mini LED, and let's not split uh, hairs here. The 
<laughs> the current iPad display is also remarkable. Yes, yeah. I mean that it's it's a it's a simple LCD, but it's awesome. It's the best I've ever seen. I mean, it's better than some OLED screens that I've seen. It is really, really good. And and Apple presumably made that made that better to to you know just to regular people. Like when you put yours side by side, I think you're going to see a big difference. I plan to do that, just that's that. amazing. That's amazing. Obviously, we'll have a conversation about this in a couple of weeks after I've had some time with it. Totally. And you can try yeah. and sell me on your old iPad. <laughs> Make your deal. Come on. Yeah. Uh, this is just as I'm because on the topic of iPad OS, do we have any details about WWDC yet, or is that just still outstanding? I haven't seen anything. Have you, Mark? Yeah, not much. Uh, Mark Mark Bloomberg at uh, Mark Bloomberg Mark German at Bloomberg um, wrote an, wrote a story about just in general um, OS stuff. And there was a little bit in there about the iPad and then Apple's looking to bring at least widgets and maybe the uh, the new home screen to iPad OS this, this year. iPad OS didn't have widgets? No, well, it does, but not the new ones. They, they're okay. there, but it's they're off the thing where you can slide it over. It's not, like everything else on iPad OS, it's not very well implemented. It's not, right, it's not done well. Um, I mean, if that's it, if that's oh God, Apple's please, big it's be more than that. I mean, it'll be yeah. it'll be it'll be better than it is now. More but, um, you know, and, and I'll say it again: like they're 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 stuck a little bit because on the one hand, people are craving you know something more powerful and, and, and more Mac-like. On the other hand, my guess is that eighty-five percent of the iPads people buy are for web browsing, email, reading, and movies. So they can't change right. things too much, yeah. or else they they lose you know the the core concept of what the iPad is. So it's the pro. back to the Steve Jobs that, thing, you know. That's still the easy chair use, and that's still probably yeah, right, the and that's use. most of them. So so then you look at the pro, but can Apple separate the pro and software wise? Because they don't do that with their products. That's not what they do. Right. The MacBook Pro isn't different than the MacBook Air. It's just more powerful. But on the Mac, it makes sense iPhone takes better pictures and it's a little bit, you know, uh, uh, last year I had all that screen. It has, you know, some different things that makes sense to me. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, just that, that, that prompts one, one remembrance of something that uh, Apple talked about. And that is that, uh, that feature with the wide angle front facing camera in this world in which people are zooming into work all the time, you know, you can set up the iPad and it, because it's got a wide angle camera, it has, you, you know, just got to sort it up, of follow uh, you uh, from side to side if, if you're moving so that you're still yeah. sort of centered. So you could be doing a zoom call and, and moving around a little bit in a room and still stay at the center of the frame. We'll see how that works, but that's I mean, cool. that's something, but that's, that's not a pro only thing, you know, no, no, thing. no. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I, I the iPad has cool stuff. I just don't know what what's Apple's plans for this incredible machine that comes out next week. Other than having web pages that open even faster in, in like yeah, the split right. second of a split second of a split second. You can make your words with friends move a little bit quicker. Exactly. <laughs> Those letters are going to click right in. I and mean, the, it matters. Speaking of, speaking of the camera, it's still on the wrong side. But we, we won't get into that. Oh, well, yeah. You want it to be... Like, it's a landscape device, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> Flip the Apple logo and put the camera on the wide, the, the, the longer edge, please. 
It makes no sense. We'll save that for 2022. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you guys so much. I think this is, um, we'll only hear more, I'm sure, once you have yours in hand next week, Ken, but looking forward to it. And thank you both so much for joining us. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Juliana. And thank you all so much for watching this episode of Today in Tech. If you liked this video, please do give it a thumbs up. If you're watching on LinkedIn, please do head over to our YouTube channel as well. It's IDG Tech Talk. And over there, you can subscribe to our channel and hit the bell icon so you're notified every single time we post a new video. If there's any questions that you have that we didn't answer during our discussion here, leave them in the comments and I'll get back to you. Quick programming note, we are going not going to be here next Thursday. We're actually going to be here on Monday. Next Thursday, I'll be away, so... Heads up on that. Thank you all again so much for watching and we'll see you next time. This podcast is produced by IDG Communications Incorporated.